Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I am so glad that you are tuning in with us today. I'm going to share a topic with you on the grace of God, and we're going to be calling it the space called grace. So get your notebook, get your Bible and a pen, jot down some notes that you can go back and revisit later. Before we get into God's word, I want to remind you that you could follow us at championcenter.com. You could follow us at Elm Ministries. You can also jump over to joeymiller.co for all things Mrs. Rev. And if you're on social media, don't forget to check out uh, my personal Instagram at joeymiller or at Elm Ministries as well. So we're going to get into God's word on the topic of grace. Grace is a word that you probably hear a lot in the Christian circle. But I want to talk about grace in the biblical definition of divine empowerment to accomplish the purpose that God has put upon your life. Because what happens is a lot of us try to figure out what the heck we were put on earth to do. Does our life really matter? Are we fulfilling everything that God has for us? And if we're not careful, that thing can almost become a torment to us that we could always, you know, take something good and create it to the point where it, it almost becomes a burden to us. And what God has called you to do shouldn't be a burden to you. He didn't call you uh, with a certain purpose that it would be hard or that it would be burdensome. He actually called you to enjoy that which that your purpose to do on this earth. So I want to start with a scripture that I love. It's in Proverbs 25. If you read your Bible every day, what I like to do is I like to take a proverb and a psalm along with my other reading and read one of those every day. And as I do this, I often find different gems in different portions of scripture that maybe didn't jump out to me before. But not too long ago, I was reading Proverbs 20 and verse 5 says this, the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And I love that scripture because, you know, all of us are born with a God-given purpose. When God created you, there was a seed of destiny that he put upon your life. And whenever you come to know him and walk with him and make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, your savior, uh, then that seed of destiny like comes alive. And all of a sudden, you know, it's a great awakening of your divine purpose that you weren't put on this earth by accident, that it wasn't uh, just uh, something that happened circumstantially, that God created you with a purpose in mind. And so it says, with that purpose, it's on each one of us, but it says, a man of understanding will draw it out. A man of understanding, a person who has wisdom, will then start to discover what the purpose is within them and see it start to come alive. And then you'll start to really thrive in life. You know, when I think about staying in the space of grace, I think about uh, running track and I think about pacing ourselves. And, you know, there's different runners and different running techniques. And maybe you're a distance runner. I was, if you ran track, I was actually a sprinter. I was like medium. I would do sprinting and distance. But 
you know, everyone has to find their own pace. And when you find that pace, you hit a rhythm in which you excel in, in the way that your body actually uh, runs. And so um, there's a certain pace that you find that's your pace. You They call it finding your stride, finding your stride. And when I think about staying in a space called grace, I think about living life in the stride of God's grace, not getting far ahead of him. See, what we try to do is we maybe try to get a far ahead of God. We discern and start to see a purpose or a passion that's in our heart. And then we try to make it happen in our own strength. Maybe I'm just talking to myself, but I have a feeling maybe some of you listening have been guilty of that as well. We might find that we're maybe good at something or we want to explore something or maybe we have a a purpose that we've discovered out of the word and and it's connected to our God-given destiny and and we get that purpose and then it's like, thanks God, thanks for everything. I'll I'll see you on the other side. I'm just going to take this purpose and I'm going to run with it. And you're running out ahead of the space called grace because God's grace and empowerment is with you as you're running with him. Is is He's you know uh, empowering you for the space of grace that you're in. And that space of grace looks different in every season of your life. Let me just speak to that for one minute. I mean, I remember, and I've talked to, to you listeners about this before, I remember getting a call of ministry upon my life at at about the age of 19 and pursuing leaving secular college and going to to pursue uh, the call of God upon my life and got married right uh, about uh, just turned 20 years old, got married, started to do a little bit of ministry, but then soon after that got pregnant with our first son and our ministry life was me now being a stay-at-home mom. And that looked a little bit different. I, I knew just as clear as I know today what God's purpose and destiny, and I could see it in my spirit, what the ultimate, uh, what the ultimate purpose unfolded looked like. But that wasn't my space of grace for that season. My space of grace in that season was uh, really exemplified in me being with my son, being a support to my husband, continuing to pray, continuing to develop myself and ready myself and stay the course. But that space of grace, if I would have tried to run outside of, of where I was in that season, I would have failed miserably. I would have been hard on myself. It would have been like running against the wind. It would have been difficult. And, you know, I think about that often. One of the signs that you're running ahead of God or outside of that space called grace is that it's hard. God never intended for that which he called you to do to be hard. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be trying and you're not going to have to lean on him for strength. And and, and there, there weren't some days even as a stay-at-home mom that I was like, oh, man, like this isn't all roses and, and cotton candy. But but what I mean is, you know, it's, it's you enjoying God's purpose upon your life in the season that you're in. And part of that is receiving the grace of God for that season, the empowerment from God during that season. It might look differently. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The call of God upon my life has morphed into different expressions all throughout my life. But one thing has been consistent, and that's been being able to recognize the season in the space called grace, the, the window that I'm in, the, the point and period of time that I'm in, and really allowing God to use and maximize the gift and the calling, the God destiny in the seed upon my life during that season. 
See, it's always there. It's just going to be expressed in different ways and according to my season. But I have to stay in that space called grace. I have to find my stride. I have to stay in my lane. I remember being a young mom and and feeling like I wanted to, uh, you know, change the world. And I, I was called into the ministry and I had left my college education. I was going to be a, a lawyer, a political science, pre-law, uh, something to do with law and government. That was my major. And when the Lord called me into ministry, I left all of that behind. But I still had that real passion to see change come to the world. And I remember uh, being at home with my son and feeling like I wasn't doing anything with my call. And I remember thinking, well, maybe I missed it. Maybe I should have stayed in in school. Maybe I should go back to law school. Maybe, and and I started to get out of sight of the space of grace because I started to let my mind and my heart wander and go down different paths. And, And we have to really guard, we have to guard our calling and our gifting and our purpose in this space in context of the season that we're in. The enemy would love nothing more than to misalign uh, your life's purpose and to take you out of that space of grace. Because with space, within the space of grace, you have empowerment, you have protection, you have provision. See, everything that you need during that season is accessed through the grace of God, through the supernatural empowering uh, force of God during that season that you're in. And if you miss a line, if you run out ahead, or let's talk about this, maybe you stay behind. Maybe God's trying to move you on into something new and you're comfortable where you're at. I just had a conversation with uh, a sweet friend not too long ago and she said, you know, I actually had to have a talk with God. She said, I had gotten so comfortable in this season that I was in. The Lord spoke to me to come into this season a few years ago, but I had just gotten so comfortable that I stopped inquiring of the Lord about it. I stopped asking him, am I doing what you're wanting me to do right now? I had just kind of gotten comfortable in it. And, you know, if we're not careful we can get behind God too. We can stay when God's moving on. You know, when, when God's saying, let's go, when we're not walking forward with him anymore and we just say, you know what, this worked, this has always worked for me. So I'm just going to stay in this place. That's not healthy either. I think about the prophet Elijah when the, the river, when the stream dried up, it was time for him to move on to the next thing. The provision, the space of grace that God had given him by the brook with the ravens coming and feeding him. All of that provision was during that season of grace. And the season that you're in, don't forget, if it's a season that's good, it's a season that's good because God's in it. And if God's not in it anymore, It's not good, and it's time to move on to the next thing. So just like we can run out of stride and get ahead of what God's doing, if you're a runner, you know that's dangerous to run double speed. You're going to wear yourself out really quickly trying to do it in your own effort. In the same way, if, if you just stay stagnant and you're not moving with God, you can get religious. You can get stuck in old habits and old formats and, and never move forward into the new season of grace that God has calling you to. So it's about finding that place, finding that stride and walking in the divine empowerment that comes from God. I love Psalm 57 too. It says, I cry out to the Lord, the God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. He fulfills it in my life for me. And you know, it's it's an awesome thing when you really let go and you realize that. You know, it's a fine balance between uh, feeling like 
I'm doing nothing and, and, and I'm just relying on God or uh, to do everything in my life or to try to feel like, you know what, um, I, I need to produce this in my own my own strength. See, there's, there's a tension between us getting into the place that we, we think we have to do it in our own strength. And then on the flip side, there's those of us that are like still waiting on God and God's waiting on you to get going and start moving. But there's a great relief that comes out of Psalm 57 too, where it says, I cry out to the God most high, to the God who fulfills his purpose for me. Where you say, you know what? I'm doing my part. I'm seeking the Lord. I'm praying. I'm asking him what he wants me to do. And I know as long as I'm doing my part, he is going to fulfill his purpose for me. You know what that does? That takes the pressure off of me. If you're an overthinker like I am, it takes the pressure off of me to try to have to figure it all out, to have to uh, think, am I good enough? Am I doing well enough? Is there something more that I should be doing? But to stay in my space of grace, to stay in my lane, because I know in, in my own thinking, I can get my eyes off of my race. And I could look to the left or I could look to the right and I can compare myself with other people running their race. And I could say, you know what? It looks like uh, they're doing better than me. Uh, I better run a little harder. I need to create something in my own strength. Uh, maybe you're thinking, I'm not good enough. It's working for them. Why, why am I not seeing the breakthrough that they're seeing? And it's easy for me to say, you know what? Uh, I, I need to start doing more. And then I move into that space of, of being hard on myself, that space of trying to do it in my own strength. And I'm moving out of the grace of God. I'm moving out of the supernatural divine empowerment that's upon my life to to see his purposes come to pass in me. And you know, it's so easy to get our eyes off of our own race. One of the saddest things is, is a lot of times we can't see our own strength. We can't see our own divine purpose, what God has called us and created us for. We think it's nothing special because it's so easy for us. You know, uh, I love the passage in 2 Corinthians ten twelve. It says, we do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. Now, what he's saying here is it's not wise to compare and classify, uh, to compartmentalize. Classify means to, to give classifications to things like good, bad, uh, God, not God. It's not wise to look at somebody else's life and to classify your life in accordance to it. Because I could look at somebody else's life and say, that's good. My life's bad. You can't do that. He says it's not wise to do that. We compare and classify ourselves not with each other, but with a purpose that God has called us to. You know, another great scripture that talks about comparison is in Romans twelve six. And it says, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith. And I love the, the wording here. It says, if you having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. See, we all have different gifts. So we all have different graces upon our life. So what I'm good at, 
you might not be good at. The, the grace of God might not be on you for that thing, but that's okay because there's something else that's amazing that you're graced for that I'm not. I say it all the time. I wish I were graced for singing. I'm not graced for singing. I just, I think it's the most beautiful, wonderful thing. It's not in my grace package. But if I try to, to make that come to pass in my own strength, it's gonna speak failure to me and I'm gonna miss out on the divine purpose and the divine empowerment that God has put upon my life to to accomplish things. The message version of the same scripture I just read, read, Romans 12, 6, says this. Let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be. I love that. Let's just go ahead. Let's get on with it. And let's just accept what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something that we're not. Without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves. What does that mean? That means I could look at someone else. I could look at a sister in Christ and I could be like, man, I'm not good enough. I'm comparing myself and I, I'm thinking like, does God even remember me? Where's the grace of God upon my life? Because they're, they're doing so well at, at different things and I could be envious still neglecting what God has called me to do. Or I could be prideful and compare it and say, you know what, I'm doing so much better than that person. So so now I have a badge. Now I, you know, I could pat myself on the back and say, I'm doing something really great. And God doesn't want us to do that either. Everybody is called to something different and everybody is graced to something different according to their gift. If we believe that everyone has a unique purpose, like Ephesians 2.10 tells us, it says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God has created good works for you. Prepare them beforehand. Prepare them before you even got your education. Prepare them before you even found your spouse, had your kids. Prepare them before you even felt the call of God upon your life. Prepared for just you. And the thing is, what your prepared gift is, is different than mine. So I can't look at yours and say, you know, I can't compare. It's like comparing apples to oranges. God has a unique calling and gifting upon your life that he has uniquely graced you for. And it's connecting and accepting that and saying, you know what, God, I'm going to stay in my space of grace. I'm going to stop comparing. I'm going to stop being discontent. I'm going to stop being hard on myself, beating myself up. I'm going to stop thinking that that I'm less special because I'm seeing different fruit in someone else's life. I know that you love me. You created me and I'm going to be wise and I'm going to seek out the purpose of God and I'm going to walk in the grace and the empowerment that you have put upon my life. You know, I love this story. It's about Eric Little, um, if you've ever heard of him. Um, he was a runner, and his sister was actually reprimanding him because he was neglecting his like responsibilities. Now, not like reading and praying, but she thought he, she, he should be doing more like charitable works and things like that. And he said to her, he said, um, he said, uh, I believe that God has made me for a purpose, but he's also made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. And so really staying in the space of grace is just that. It's saying, God, in this space called grace, in, in the season of life that I'm in, I'm going to recognize that you have graced me for something special. And I'm going to find out what that is. And I'm going to, to run with it. And when I do, I'm going to feel the pleasure of God upon my life. I'm going to walk into the next season with you saying, God, 
I have stewarded this season of my life through grace, that I've accomplished everything. I've yielded good fruit, like Psalm 1-1 says, through this season, even though maybe uh, it's not yet to the fulfillment of of what I feel like it should look like. I'm going to steward this season of my life. I'm going to stay in a space called grace so that I can feel your pleasure on whatever I set my hand to do. You know, that's what the Bible says, that whatever you set your hand to do shall prosper. But it's staying in stride with him. It's saying, God, I'm not going to go out ahead of you and I'm not going to get behind you. I'm going to stay in this window that you've called me to, this window of grace. And as you do that, you're going to fulfill every purpose. You're not going to miss a beat. You're not going to be worn out. You're not going to be burnt out. You're not going to be self-condemning. You're going to say, you know what? I'm enjoying this life and I'm stewarding it for God's purposes, the grace of God upon my life to walk in every prepared work that he has for me. And that's my prayer for you today, that you would continue to discover that beautiful God destiny that's upon your life, that you would celebrate the gift of God upon your life, that you would walk in that divine empowerment every day of your life. And as you do, you'll continue to walk in the blessing of God. I'm so glad that you joined me today, praying for each and every one of you. And I will talk to you next time on the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. If you could help us out, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a rating and a review. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.